Welcome to Farm Credit Services of America and Frontier Farm Credits podcast, where our panel of experts take a deeper look at how to leverage crop insurance products to help you take less risk and ultimately feel more in control of the uncontrollable in agriculture. Okay, so let's transition here to the year 2022. Not many people here in the middle of May are really thinking about 2022 crop year. Shoot, we're nearly a year out uh, from planting that crop. And, you know, I think, again, we just need to think through um, these opportunities that exist today. If I'm, uh, you know, if I'm finishing up planting uh, and, and basically I'm, I'm doing some post field work stuff, what am I trying to consider uh, when it, or what should I be looking at ahead to 2022? You know, Al, or Alex, I'll start with you on that one. Sure. So one of the things that we're looking at right now is we've already seen those input costs go up. And one of the aspects of margin protection, you've got the expected yield and you've got the projected price on the top side, and then you've got expected cost on the bottom side. And the difference is your margin. As we find ourselves in a situation where those expected costs have already gone up, Producers are asking me, well, if costs are already as high as they could possibly go, is margin protection the right choice for me? Because if costs fall, and I expect they will between now and uh, harvest for next year, then I'm actually eating an extra deductible from that cost. And one of the critical considerations is just where costs can go. We know that markets are astonishingly volatile right now. And I tend to be one of those guys who doesn't like to tell the market what it can and cannot do. Costs are, without a question, a lot higher than they were a year ago. But I firmly believe that there's always an opportunity to go higher. I'll tell you, the guys that make the fertilizer, the guys who try and run up the barge, if they can get the barge up, if the bridge doesn't crumble and fall into the freaking river, if they can get those barges up and get us the fertilizer, they're also looking at those commodity prices. And when they see that you just got 660 cash corn yesterday, there's not a lot of downward pressure on those inputs. There's a reason that nitrogen absolutely exploded when those prices started to. It's not because it costs more to produce nitrogen than it did. It's because they think you can pay more for it. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I'm looking at right now is what can I do to forward purchase some of my inputs or what can I do to manage some of those cost concerns? And margin protection is a tool to do that. So as you work with your agent, as you're looking at this option, take a look at where we've got those expected costs pegged and then think to yourself, under another situation like we saw ourselves in this year where costs absolutely exploded, is that a possibility for me? And if you think it is, the margin protection is a pretty inexpensive way to lock out some of that risk. Yeah, one thing I also want to say about the margin protection policy is it is a federally subsidized product. All right. So, you know, it, I would be remiss if I didn't tell producers that, you know, for every dollar that they put into the federal crop insurance program, you know, we see a dollar back in as well, or $2, I should say, come back. So, you know, when yeah, we, just updated about- those numbers, we just updated those numbers and you're right. For every dollar a producer has spent for margin protection, it's been available for six years now, they've averaged $2 and 12 cents in indemnity. Yeah. So it's, it's something that, you know, we're not, we're not here to tell producers that, you know, they absolutely unequivocally should take margin protection, but we are saying that you should look at it. It should be a, a very good uh, option and you need to analyze whether or not this is a good product for your operation. And a large part of that is the value that you get out of this policy. And yeah, that's, 
correlated with the subsidy associated with it. Right. Another nice thing to be thinking about is how soon do you want to lock in or lock out those bottom side risks? You want to wait until February, March to lock out the risk um, and see where that, where the markets are going to be, you know, a year from now, or do you want to lock them out in uh, September, which is only about four or five months from now um, and, and sleep better throughout the winter. I had a, um, just, this is kind of a side story. I had a customer or he wasn't a customer yet, but I was actually talking to a producer uh, and he just started farming. This would have been back in 2012, I believe. Started farming. I started, I had to start from the beginning on crop insurance, how this all worked, you know? So as we discussed, you know, the subsidy, um, Alex and Richard, I talked through the fundamentals of the policy, what we could lock in for a minimum revenue guarantee. But the interesting thing about this guy is he owned a lot of apartment buildings, several different units. I think it was in the thousands of apartment units. And he said, do you sell anything like this for, you know, like commercial real estate or any uh, insurance (laughs) that works like this that I can buy? If I don't get the occupancy rate that I need, can I get something like I said? No, you know, and and that's uh, something that I think that farmers do need to remember that program, the way it's designed, you know, and obviously we can't guarantee that they're going to come out ahead every year or anything like that. But by design, this program holds tremendous value, you know, so individually, we can't say that they can, they're going to uh, get back every, you know, everything, but by and large, collectively, the program is designed to come out ahead on that. Absolutely. And the taxpayers and and the people of the U.S. have been very generous. and, And this is one of the ways that they choose to support agriculture is to provide exactly that level of protection to us. It's kind of interesting. A lot of the rest of the world would love to take advantage of the sort of programs that we have available as, as U.S. farmers. Think about this. If you were going to Vegas and every time you put a quarter in a machine, the federal government came along and put a quarter and then a nickel into the machine alongside, you pull that lever long enough, you're going to come out ahead. We don't like to think of crop insurance as a gamble. It's trying to take risk away. But that's absolutely the way the financials work in the long run. I would join you. I'd be right there with you. Yeah, I think we wear our arms out pulling those levers. Yeah, in the last decade, we've seen some pretty high commodity prices from time to time. Um, They don't hold, but we have seen some high ones. The one thing that, and I made this point to some of my fellow agents here in Southeast Iowa, is that I I don't recall, uh, or I don't remember at least, that we had an opportunity to lock in these type of minimum revenue guarantees this early. So meaning the 2022 crop year here, well, you know, a year in advance here, I don't recall there being a crop insurance product that we were able to leverage like this um, at this point in time. And and I'm referring to our powered empowered products that you guys uh, discussed a little bit earlier, but even margin protection, you know, and so um, I think there's a bit of a, um, you know, learning curve on oh yeah, this is where we're at with our opportunities. And, and that's the point of this podcast. We don't want those opportunities to slip by. So uh, we've, guys, we've talked an awful lot about margin protection here today. The one thing that, you know, if, if I'm sitting here considering this product, which I am, and the price discovery period is going to be August 15th to September 14th, I'm thinking, man, I don't know if I really want to wait that long because as we've talked about, we just have no idea where these markets are going to go. 
So maybe could you talk a little bit about how potentially we can mitigate that risk of that wait time? Your friendly agents at Farm Credit Service of America, Frontier Farm Credit, specifically have all kinds of private products available to to them that um, you need to talk to them about that allow you to capture market prices when that market price is uh, comes available, right? So a, w- a week ago, the corn price for the East 2022 contract was at about 527. Uh, yesterday, it closed at 474. So we actually actually sold some M, uh, empowered policies up in South Dakota at that 521 uh, level. And so their uh, producers are currently on today's market are currently in the money on that contract. So their bottom side risk was mitigated by a private product and it paid dividends as we're current, if we were to close today with the current market price, they would be in the money, right, for that. And that was less than a week ago. The nice thing about that is you can um, do an estimate on that policy today on yesterday's close, and you have till midnight tomorrow night before you have to pull the trigger on it. So that's today's close and tomorrow's close before you have to purchase that or make the decision to buy it. And you don't owe anything on that policy until harvest of 2022. And then you only pay on the acres you actually get planted. Pretty decent deal. Try to get uh, yesterday's closing price from your from your broker or grain marketer. That's, right. just, that's what I was going to say, Richard. Is there anything out there where you could actually do a look back, any kind of financial instrument like that? Well, I haven't been able to find one. Um, there were some folks that were mentioning one, but they couldn't explain it to me. Of course, I'm not the sharpest tack in the box, but <laughs> couldn't explain it to me to a, in, in a way where I could understand it. Those products that you have available at Farm Credit Services America, Frontier Farm Credit, uh, M-Powered, R-Powered, um, they have a two trading session look back opportunity. If the market goes down today and then comes back up tomorrow, redo that estimate and you get tomorrow's higher price as your base to look for the next two trading sessions. So that's a pretty decent um, opportunity for you. The other thing you were talking about, so that's a way to mitigate the risk between now and September 14th, mm-hmm. right? When the margin protection projected price comes out and, and the expected uh, margin all that stuff comes out. The other thing that we're looking at is, okay, let's say I don't decide to go that direction. And I'm going to assume that risk on myself throughout the summer, because by golly, everybody's telling me these prices are going to the moon and beyond. All right, so I'm going to wait. And come um, uh, come September, the prices have kind of evened out. Maybe they've started going down a little bit. And now the pundits are out there telling you, hey, the prices are going to start going back down. I was uh, at, a, at a recent conference about a week and a half ago where the, the experts on the panel were saying that these prices that we're looking at are for this year and maybe toward the spring is where we're looking at on these prices. Um, and then it's going to go back down to where we've been seeing for the last four or five years. Okay. And so um, now all of a sudden the pundits are telling me that we're going down. How am I going to 
how am I going to address that risk or mitigate the risk between the fall and the spring if I decide not to go with margin protection? So now I have an opportunity, you know, I could, I could, I could mitigate that risk with margin protection um, in, in the fall, right? Mm-hmm. Or I could try to wait and see what the spring's going to do. And I'm just, I guess where I'm going with this is I'm saying the earlier you can set your price floor, the less risk you are facing and your organization is facing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You set in those, the, the, you lock out that bottom side, you know, today for 2022. And, you know, in many cases, I think we said at the onset of our podcast here that it's highly probable that you'll maybe lock in a break even or above. You know, it's to me, you know, that's a lot of peace of mind right there, there. I can, I know that I'll be able to not only survive 2022 in a year advance here. I already know that, but not only that, I'll probably thrive. And as we said, if these prices go up extraordinarily high in 2022, you know, you've got that harvest price option and, you know, the best case scenario. And I think Alex, you made the point earlier is if I, if I set this, you know, today, but if I don't get paid on my crop insurance after 2022, more than likely I am make, not more than likely guaranteed. I'm probably making a ton of money, making a ton of money that year. So that's the ideal situation. Yeah. I didn't get into this business to break even. It's nice to know that yeah. I won't just step backwards, but I'm in this to, to have it. I mean, we can get by with bunt singles, but it's nice to hit a home run every now and then. This sure. year, it looks like we're set up for a home run, and, and by gosh, we're going to swing hard. But we also know that uh, there's runners on and that we're in a good spot. Yeah. Any final thoughts, guys? Keep your options open. Take a good, hard look at what's available to you and stay in touch with your agent. I think mm-hmm. a lot of us think that our role of our agent is to check in with them sometime between Christmas and March 15th to get some paperwork signed. And then to maybe talk to them again during acreage report, maybe the hired man can take care of that for you. And then if you have a bad year, by gosh, you've got to call them and get a claim settled. But a crop insurance agent's working for you year round. So go ahead and engage with them. Have that conversation now in the summer when you have an opportunity to lock in a floor. Markets are moving every day and we're a long way from September 15. So if you see a price that you want to grab onto, you don't have to commit your bushels for a crop you won't even plant till next spring. You have no idea how many acres you're going to plant next year. But you know that the worst thing that happens to you is you're locking in a price as of right now at this moment at 550, or I'm sorry, at 480 for next year. And that 480 is above your break even. That's a price we're thinking about. If we get a couple of days rally and we're back in that level where we were, we're above five bucks again, then it's time to call the agent and lock something in. But if we don't get there, then let's maintain an open dialogue. Let's continue to chat back and forth about the opportunities and potential that's there. And when we do find the right place to pull the trigger, let's, let's lock in on bottom side. Yeah. One of the really cool features that, um, you know, we, uh, oh, I should say one of the cool services that we possess here is if 480 isn't the price that you're looking for, then what is it? And if it is that, if it is $5, then Alex, then you tell me it's $5. I will track that for you. And we coach all of our agents to do that here. We'll track that price. When it hits that $5 mark, we will give you a call 
and you still don't have to buy it. You're not guaranteed. You, know, you don't have to lock yourself into it, but we will give you the opportunity to purchase that, that policy that will lock you in at that $5 price. If it's five and a quarter, so be it. We will, we will track that for you. So, you know, the one thing that I want to uh, get across here is you don't necessarily have, as a farmer, have to track that price every day. You tell us, we will track it for you. And, and we can give you a call when that market gets to a point that you want to purchase it. I want to thank both of you guys for uh, being guests on our show here today. Yeah, Richard and Alex, both with Watson Associates. These guys are experts in the, the industry. We appreciate it very much. I also want to thank our, our listeners for being with us here today. Please get a hold of a Farm Credit Services of America Frontier Farm Credit Agent.